On this episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Maddie try something new as they share two memorable stories from Great Falls champions about adventure in our base camp. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're No Damn Experts. Today, we're trying something new. So this is really based on the fact that we hang out here in the base camp at 101st Avenue North. And people come in and they share their stories with us about... Oh, 30 years ago, I came into Great Falls and we did this thing and it was so awesome. Where's that, you know, where is that today? Is that still there? And it's like, man, that is a really cool story. And then we'll be out in the community visiting with folks and they'll say, oh my God, did I tell you about this time? And then you hear these stories and you're like, oh my goodness. So it's really fun for us. Because we get to hear other people's experiences in our community. So we thought, let's capture some of these stories. Yeah, and the stories don't warrant an entire hour episode. Because, hey, if they were, we wouldn't be talking to these people. Because that's a, that's <laughs> it's a, a long, lot of, it's a lot of yakking. It's, in a lot, it's a long attention span you have to give someone. It is. So we're, we came up with this idea. And then when we shared our Sluice Boxes episode on Facebook, we asked if anyone had ever been whitewater kayaking at Sluice Boxes down the Belt Creek. And we, we got a bite. And, and it's from someone we know that was yep. mentioned on a previous episode with Matt and Jolene from the Kellergeist. So Roland came in. He did, and we sat down with him in the podcast studio, and he shared with us his story of kayaking in Sluice Boxes State Park. And he's got some great recommendations for that and some odd experiences that happened. So we're going to play this recording now, and then we're going to join you after you hear about the ferocious beast that he did, <laughs> that he claims he saw. I don't see a photograph from it, so. I'm not going to call him a liar. I've never known Roland to lie. I called him a liar on this recording. I know you did, <laughs> but he's not. I don't, I mean, the first time I meet the man and he tells me this, uh, I'm going to cut some doubt. So <laughs> enjoy the recording with our short conversation with Roland. Yeah, so like when I first started kayaking, I bought a kayak and then got into it and just about tipped myself over and scared myself. Oh, we're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when did you start kayaking? Um, long time ago. Oh, he's not going to date himself. <laughs> Rebecca, you don't date yourself. Why would Roland? No. Well, I didn't know if it was like recent or okay. in the past. I didn't need like at the age of 12. <laughs> so we'll do a little preface. We had 
Mats and Jolene on the podcast, and mm-hmm. they talked about this amazing friend, photographer, outdoor adventure, musician, you name it, he does it, Roland. <laughs> so it's the first time I heard your name. And then Rebecca and I did an episode on Sluice Boxes State Park, and we shared it on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we're begging for, for engagement every time we share our podcasts, and we're like... If you have been whitewater rafting at Sluice Boxes State Park, we want to hear from you. But if you haven't been to Sluice Boxes State Park, you want to hear us. And Roland commented on our Facebook page, we got engagement, okay? (laughs) That's all that matters. Pretty much. And we follow up. So I was like, email us. Mind you, sorry I was a little delayed in my emails, but here you are. And... When I asked you, you said you didn't take your camera when you whitewater rafted in sluice boxes. State yeah, Park. Th- those boats are a little bit small. <laughs> okay. They're like six feet. In fact, you almost have to be a paraplegic to even get into them. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? So is it like one person per thing? or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the first time I went down to sluice boxes, I had just basically started um, kayaking. And I went with a group of people. So anyway, I went with a group of people and... I, I would get the butterflies every time I went because it was it was so new and the idea of this big rushing water. And that day was a particularly cold kind of day and it was Ooh. overcast. And I had a dry top, which is basically a top that keeps the water off of you. It has little gaskets that go around your neck and your sleeves. But um, I only had a short wetsuit. So that's okay. I'll be in the boat probably most of the time. <laughs> However, I was not in the boat most of the time. Did you fall out? I did several times in the sluice boxes. Because I'm just picturing maybe like water f- rushing onto the boat instead of... Yeah. Okay. Well, this was like in April or <laughs> oh maybe God. early oh, May. So. Oh, my God. That's when we tell people not to do that. <laughs> well, exactly. Spring right. runoff. <laughs> in fact, so we put in at... Um, a lot of people, when they do the sluice boxes later in the season, will put in at Logging Creek and go down. Okay. We put in at Monarch. Oh, my God. And went God. the whole thing. It only really took us about four hours because the water was up Swift. and running. Yeah. <laughs> but when we hit the entrance rapid, there's a big, big rock right there. And I believe it was probably that first time uh, there was a Coleman canoe wrapped around that rock. Oh, no. So <laughs> it always seems to be a Coleman canoe. It's never... <laughs> You know, a mad river or something like that. Don't get a Coleman if you're going to do this. <laughs> Great. No, we're going to get it's engagement like some, from them. Some type of magnet there. So we totally had to go around that thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> and at this point, you can't really say, I'm done. No, uh, not at all. I'm going to pull out and walk the rest mm-hmm. of the way. So first time white, rider raft, white water rafting there. but have Kayaking. You ever, kayaking. Yeah. Have you ever done it before? Well, I'd done, I have, I had done some other whitewater before, mm-hmm. like below the dam. Okay. Right here at Black Eagle Dam, there's a, a nice little wave that you can, what we call park and play, so you can go down there and play and then just leave the same place. You don't necessarily go downriver. Okay. Um, of course, that's kind of practice for when you get into the water, you kind of know what to do. <laughs> and I kind of knew what to do, and I kind of didn't. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, when I got out of the water, too, my legs were, like, as red as my hair. I bet. Used to be. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he's wearing a a cap, so we can't tell. (laughs) But anyway, it was um, quite quite an ordeal. And the group of characters I went with, there's a guy named 
Ed Klein that I went with. And when I first met met Ed, met Ed Klein, it was um, I, I swore he didn't like me. <laughs> I mean, he was just a gr- he was a gruffalo. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. he was really tough on the outside, but once you got to know him, he was just a just softy, a teddy bear. scared of a mouse. Yeah. yeah. But I guess he used to be a uh, drill sergeant. Oh. <laughs> so he did come across <laughs> that way. He didn't know how to drop that demeanor. <laughs> yeah. How long had you known Ed before he, before he said, "Hey, why don't you come whitewater kayaking oh, I'd with met, us?" Oh, I met Ed a couple times prior to that. Okay. Uh, same thing. You know, same. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I would have questioned. I have to break it to you, Roland. He, yeah. Ed still doesn't like you <laughs> <laughs> because he invited you whitewater kayaking in spring runoff time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think place, they were so. trying to kill me, but you know, you survived. That's so the this important went, part. This what? went from like a fun adventure <laughs> to this podcast is now like I was almost murdered. How my, I, my how favorite I almost my murder. Yeah. Oh, I've had a few of those. <laughs> Did one numbers. of them happen to be some type of march towards the Smith? River? Oh well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> the death march you're referring to, yeah. Um, so you and Ed and how many other people went with you on this? There was probably about six or seven of us. Okay, that I remember. Did would that they, would um, that be a big group or a small group? A small group. Okay. And they were all kayakers. And there, there's no club. You know, canoeists right. have clubs. Kayakers don't. Okay. Yeah. And do they kayakers have their... are like snowboarders. You know, they're more... <laughs> independent. Independent, yeah. Freestyle. Oh. Free spirits. Oh, they're so cool. Um. So I, I also was with um, um, John Shukai, who used to be uh, the owner of uh, Bighorn Wilderness before Chris bought it. Okay. okay. And uh, Dexter Hale, I think, went, was with us also. So some seasoned people. Some people yeah. know what they're doing. Right. Did they have the similar experience that you did of falling no. off multiple times? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no that, was, that was all mine. <laughs> and you, I don't remember, did you do it more than once? I know you fell off more than oh, once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, after that, I've done it quite a few times. All right. Do In you... total on your first trip, how many times did you fall into the water? Twice. Oh, that's really good. It's, it's really once you get past so so we, like I said we went from Monarch down so mm-hmm. then once you get past uh, Riceville Bridge and you start getting actually into the sluice boxes itself now you passed all the rapids and big rocks and then it seems like it's pretty level I mean it's pretty benign it seems like it but there's a lot of undercuts and stuff and so what happens is in those when the water gets turbulent like that, mm-hmm. it aerates so much it, it, that you almost start to lose buoyancy in certain spots. Oh, so that's a new technical and term. There's weird little eddies in there that go back and forth, and so you have to be very loose to make sure that you don't tip over. If I fell in once, I wouldn't fall in again because I would have gotten out. Because I think it's just an amazing accomplishment <laughs> to get back in. Right. Because I've I've never been able to do that. Well, I, I was pretty good at rolling. The fact that you would call me Rolling Roland. Roland. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to sing a Limb Biscuit song to you. <laughs> no. But, but um, yeah, a couple of those just got me. And, and I, with the, like I said, the weird turbulence, those weird eddies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to come back up and it just pushed me right back down again. And, oh. Yeah, so I had to so swim. So clearly be cautious. How many miles total? You said four hours, but how long? I mean, how many miles? How many river miles? Uh, I, re- I really don't know. 
Okay. We're going to need you to but take I, a But I know that time. some people will do it in like August in, in inner tubes and they'll put halfway there at Logging Creek and it'll take them up to 12 hours. So, Well, um, I can see floating raft, nothing propelling you, just sitting there in a tube waiting for the world to carry you down. That would make sense. That would be more my style. I was going to say, we can do a 12-hour blog about that. <laughs> We'd be fine. We, we'd be good. So how many times in total have you done Sluice Boxes State Park now? I don't know. Probably a couple dozen, I would guess. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So you're pretty much an expert. Now you're an expert. First time, was it? No? Yeah. I oh, know. Not then. <laughs> so April's next month. Are you gonna yeah, go it is. The, yeah. Are you going to get in them waters? I, or are thinking, you gonna, yeah. You're going <laughs> to... The weather's so, been nice this year. <laughs> the thing you have to watch about watch out for at the beginning there, right from Monarch, is the first four miles or so, there could be fences across the river. Oh, my God. So you really have to kind of keep, keep, keep attention. Eye. You know, I mean, what you look for is basically the, the, the fence coming up to the river. Because a lot of times you can't see the wire actually across. So you have to look for those clues and then make sure that you uh, prepare yourself to get out if you need to and portage over. So I recommend that our leisure travelers that come here. Yeah, would, I wouldn't do that. No, let's not if go we, during If we put time. in at Logging Creek, do we lose all the fences? Yes. Okay, okay. there we go. That's our answer. And the other thing is when you when you... Do it later in the season. The water's going to be more forgiving, and it's just not going to be the same thing. So I definitely say if you don't know what you're doing, don't go when it's runoff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Which, you know, should go without seeing. But like I said, I did see (laughs) twice a Coleman canoe wrapped around the entrance rocket. But more importantly, you went with people who said, oh, no, we've done this in the past. This is going to be great. And it was, they surely but... <laughs> wouldn't lead you to your death, and they didn't. No. They were good people, obviously. Any more than the death march. <laughs> that was not intentional either. <laughs> um, so what tips do you have if uh, you obviously have your own equipment, but if you mm. don't have your own equipment, what could our listeners do? Well, you can rent boats. I think Bighorn, you can rent them, and Shields too, right? Yep. Okay. And then you can rent canoes and stuff from Strobel's Rentals too. Okay. Oh, that's a nice insider tip. Okay, and if you're military, the yes, MWR right, exactly, right. has next to nothing rentals. Yeah. So so you can rent, you can bring your own, go in at Logging Creek. <laughs> Don't right. go in at Monarch unless you're seasoned and this is your 20th time down the water. And go later in the season. August mm-hmm. is the recommendation from Roland. And make the commitment if you get in, you're not going to be able to get out. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Once you get into the sluices itself, it there's only certain points where you can get back out because the canyon. Right. The walls go straight up. The walls up. go straight up, right? <laughs> I mean, I love sluice boxes. I've hiked mm-hmm. it only. Yeah. That's all I've done. So I don't think that white rafting, white rafting, water, kayaking, white, rafting. white water rafting, there we go, white water kayaking, <laughs> I'll get a hang of it someday, is in my future. <laughs> I, I, would, I would suggest if you're going to go kayak it, if you're on a sit-on-top kind of kayak, then you don't necessarily need to know how to roll or anything. But if you get into an actual whitewater boat with a spray skirt and everything, it definitely would help you to know how to roll that boat back up. 
another skill set you should have and and be seasoned at. Well, I'm typing up the content for a new website, Mm -hmm. and it pretty much says at Great Falls, you can have any kind of outdoor adventure here. And goodness, you're telling me I need to learn how to roll. (laughs) Just proves that point that any any kind of experience can be had here. You know, everyone knows how to roll halfway. <laughs> so you're already there. Build Half, your confidence. You there. Are, if no. you want, I'll sing a song to you by Journey. <laughs> the uh, so you've seen tubers, canoes, hopefully mm-hmm. that made it past the rock. Kayakers. Are there? Can you can you put in a raft at Sluice? Yeah, boxes? a smaller raft. I mean, you wouldn't want a big giant raft because it's pretty narrow. So okay, okay. And then people have walked the trails obviously there's portions mm-hmm. of sluice boxes you can't see on the trails that you can only see in the water right which gives you a unique vantage point that's why you should have a camera or at least a gopro so we can get these images next exactly. time because we've both established that we're not doing it we may float on an inner <laughs> tube <laughs> well, i want to tell you one more story though okay um not to scare any- anyone away but <laughs> as we came into where logging creek road comes down there's a group of houses there, and or little cabins, whatever. And one time we came down there, there was a guy with big, long hair <laughs> and no shirt on, big husky guy. But his pet that was with him on a chain was a lion, <laughs> an actual real-life oh. lion. Like with the Lion King? A big lion. <laughs> There's like, not even I lions thought, in Montana. I know, right? The guy had it, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, is is that banjos I hear in the distance? Are you a liar? Like, <laughs> no, do you? I swear to God, it's so true. You have to expect everything at this point. If oh you see goodness. a dude with a lion, you'd be like, yep, I'm ready, no, for, I'm I'm ready for anything I'm now. I'm ready for battle. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay all right well i see why mads and jolene keep you around <laughs> the, the oddities come out of a woodwork with roland around the last question i have mm-hmm. if you're gonna do a kayak or a float in sluice boxes state park if you're a resident, there's no cost to go into the park. Right. Is there a special permit that you need no. to float? No. Perfect. So, Not yet, anyway. <laughs> non-residents, our state park system does require a $6 entrance fee. But if you are a Montana resident and you have Montana plates where you pay the extra $6 on your plate, then you get into the parks for no cost because oh. it's already prepaid. There you go. Yes. Well, Roland... Yeah. Any other stories you'd like to share? Random things you've witnessed in sluice Any boxes, lions, <laughs> tigers, or bears? Are they roaming around. Well, here's a, here's another thing not to scare your viewers, but <laughs> there was one year a log that had wedged itself all the way across the river. Okay. And um, basically, what you had to do when you got to it, luckily, it was not in a very extreme fast section of the of the, the river. And so when you got to it, you would have to actually get out of your boat, crawl over the top of it, and put back in again. Oh, my gosh. Which was an int- interesting maneuver because, I mean, it's a you're wet... kind of balancing a little bit on the log, and it's, it's wet. Easier said know. than done. Right. You know, Rebecca didn't <laughs> like when I labeled this one winter podcast. I wanted to say, like, 100 ways to die in Great Falls. But, man, <laughs> you're telling me... There's some danger in sluice boxes. We got lions, logs, 
And if you only know how to turn over or roll over halfway, <laughs> you might be in trouble. And you've seen bears yeah. from a distance. Yeah, there's bears there. Yeah. All right, Roland. Well, have just, you ever just camped? do it in August? And then <laughs> just do it. Just take your time. <laughs> you know. Have you ever camped in Sluice Boxes State Park? No. Okay. Well, yeah, actually, I have. <laughs> you it? know, now that so I now think that, about now it. Now that you think about it. Yeah, I. Yeah, we hiked in from the top. Okay. Past the waterfall and everything, and just kind of hiked there, um, just in a little ways, and then camped out kind of by the creek. Okay. One night, and came back out again. Perfect. It's easy. It's yeah. beautiful, too. It is. Yeah. One of my favorites. Have you guys been down it recently? No. Because they've done some work, and some of those bridge crossings from the old trestles that were pretty dilapidated, they've actually... Improved. Improved, yeah, and put in um, some good decent crossings so because they did that last summer right i think so yeah okay i've been yeah, there in 2019 then. it was closed because of the horrible conditions but mm-hmm. they're back open so yeah it's open right? and there's cool tunnels back there that you can explore and oh yeah it's definitely worth hiking oh yeah and fun floating later <laughs> well that's what i really wanted because i've heard people talk about it and i'm like tell me more and they're like mm. And then they, like, clam up like it's some illegal activity they did. <laughs> well, knowing my friends, it could likely be that situation. But, yeah, finally getting someone to share their story of actually going on Sluice Box, through Sluice Box's State Park on the Bell Creek. Ugh, awesome. They probably just don't want to share that they're in the canoe. The two people that you talk to are like, oh, we're the people that wrap the canoe around the rock. <laughs> we're the Coleman canoe people. <laughs> That's us. That's likely the scenario. Well, one year I did take some canoeists down there. They wanted someone to guide them, so me and, and another friend of mine took them down. They ended up, the one canoe with, um, it's actually the canoe club. It was the, the head head person of the canoe club, whatever her name President. was. President. Yes, yeah, something like that, whatever. Uh, anyway, she and her husband tipped over in there, lost a camera and some other stuff. And Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was interesting because where they tipped was just cliffs, so we had to basically wrestle their boats and them and take them down mm. to a point where they could get back in their boat, and they were pretty shook up. Oh. Well, yeah, I fell out of a raft one time (laughs) and it was in a body of water like they did a safety briefing before we did this and they said if you fall out of the boat just stay calm and stand Mm. up because it's not that deep (laughs) but it was still pretty swift and I was the only one to fall out which was pretty typical for me I think when I was nine my sisters dared me to jump out of a paddle boat in the Fox (laughs) River which has so many undertoes in it (laughs) So I did. I'm fine, but I, my mom was running the shore screaming, like, get back in the boat. So I, I don't want to do things that make my mother scream again. Well, just no. make sure she's not there. <laughs> or that we share it on this podcast, because then I don't want to get a call and get lectured for putting you in danger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I me in the water, we don't do so well. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll be fine just looking at it. <laughs> Well, thank you, Roland. We sure. will certainly have you back. I want to hear your take on the death march. <laughs> we might oh, just have yeah. a Roland Matz hour where we share the story of the death march and, you and know, see. On that thing, I, sh- I should have been the one <laughs> to know that once the car got stuck in the snow a mile or two before the 
uh, put in, whatever. You should have called it yeah, off. Yeah, we should have not oh done it. Come on. Yeah, we do need to have um, <laughs> Mads, Mads and Jolene back on now that they announced that they're moving to Burton Ernie's for mm-hmm. their Keller Geist intermission. So they need to let us know all the events they're going to be having there this summer. So All we know um, from our podcast with them was Drink With a Shrink is back. Oh, great. Which, yeah, that's my girlfriend, Trish McCoy. Yeah. Oh. And I love it because I went, and it is, you just put in questions, and Trish actually, because she's, that's her occupation, is able to give you actual information. Right, but it's all for fun. It is fun. It's not ethically she can't do it for. It's not like she digs deep into your psyche or anything like that. But she gives good, yeah, advice, Mm -hmm. recommendations. I love love it so much. So it's a good time, and and what people will share is pretty fun too. So, thank you so much, Roland, for coming in and telling us your story, and we'll we'll definitely have you back. Okay. So, Rebecca, did he really see a lion? I'm going, yeah. I okay. Here's your poll, people. Because <laughs> you did so well <laughs> on the ghost poll. Let's see him wrestle museum. You did. And all the other ones we put out there. Well, we're getting feedback. So, one, we want to know if you think it's a lion or not. And the second one, if you're the person with the lion. <laughs> We'd love to have you in the studio. Love to. We'll go on location there. <laughs> I'll, no. I want that in our podcast studio. Let's bring the lion here. Hopefully there's some restraints, but we'll figure it out. It'll be great photo, obviously. <laughs> and then we share it and everyone's like, what the heck is going on? And Great Falls, Montana. Now, trust us, you're not, I, we can't guarantee this is going to be an experience that could ever be replicated because no. that's kind of the fun part of hearing these first person stories is, mm-hmm. you know, that's a snapshot in time. <laughs> So we're going to share some previous stories that were that we shared on our Basecamp blog. But, for example, my friend Alyssa, she went to Sluice Boxes, and she tells us, oh, yeah, we saw bears from here to you, you to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was a baby bear. I'm like, but Alyssa, the mom bear is not far away. Right. Babies are the scary ones. <laughs> so, so little stories like that we want to capture, be able to share. So we're trying this out. And again, engagement, crucial. If you like this, we're going to continue. And if you have your own story that you would like to share about Great Falls and the adventure that you've had around base camp, please let us know. Podcast at visitgreatfalls.org. Send us an email or comment on any of our Facebook posts, and we will reach out to you. And they don't have to be long stories. They're stories you would tell... Like at the aisle in the grocery store with someone like, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe what happened. They'll be quick. We'd love them to be entertaining. If you know something about the subject matter you're talking about, or even if you're not an expert on the subject matter, that's fine. You'll fit right in. (laughs) Fit right in. Do you know how many episodes we've done where we didn't know what we were talking about? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I came back from vacation last week and I ran into Enya at the airport. You did? Yeah, and I was like, Enya, I know her. And then um, I go into the car and my husband's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I saw Enya. And he's like, who is she again? <laughs> I'm like, well, I first heard of Enya because she wrote a blog for us that shared our website when I first started working here, but also because she is a bartender at Killer Guys Pub Theater. She is, and a former reporter for the Great Falls Tribune, and so she does a lot of exploring and adventuring in the area. 
And we wanted her to share with us the story of the time she went to Memorial Falls to get the perfect Instagram photo. So we're going to read this with some breaks in between. You'll figure it out. You'll you'll know our flow because, you know, we're figuring it out, too. So, again, if you like it, you have to comment or we're not going to do these ever again. Okay, so I'm going to start. Great. Now I have to read. I can't read. I've it's just almost met. like maybe your school didn't do Popcorn this. Popcorn reading? No, like when we were in elementary school, you'd read, and then at some point you'd say somebody else's name, and they had to pick up where you were reading. That's popcorn. Oh, so I didn't know it had a term. You didn't know like where you're going, so you're trying to rush reading in front of everyone else. Like, please don't let there be a word then... I don't know yet. <laughs> so that's my entire life. I don't know how to read. I've just memorized a bunch of words, and hopefully... She's used one of the words that I've known. So, <laughs> this one's called the short hike to end all, or the short hike of all short hikes. A place where you can chase serene, <laughs> a place where you can chase serenity, take in a breath of fresh air, burn some calories, or attempt to capture that perfect naturistic shot all in just one hour. It's a place of versatile beauty that continues to offer nature's true personality through the sunshine, rain, snow, and frost. This place is Memorial Falls, and it's a place I go often. Spring, summer, winter, and fall. So you can see she's a writer. A lot of flowery words. Yes. (laughs) The short one-hour round-trip hike right off of Highway 89 offers two waterfalls. Which I did not know. (laughs) Um, Panoramic views of sky-touching trees accompanied by the faint, flowing sounds of Belt Creek. Memorial Falls is an intermediate hike for all ages, skill levels, and doggos? Dogs. (laughs) Puppies. However, although intermediate... I managed to take a tumble, leaving me with a pretty memorable scar on my back. So, Memorial Falls, it's a short distance past Sluice Boxes State Park. And, yeah, it's off Highway 87. So, when I read this, that she's got a scar, and, and now that I know any, I'm like, yeah, she did. <laughs> she's, we, she continues to say, I would say it was of my own cleanliness, clumsiness, and I'm going to agree with that, Enya. That dropped me down below the fallen trees stretching across the second waterfall. But it was just for the shot. If you're a photographer, videographer, visual storyteller, teller, or your eyes just appreciate all the aspects of the world around you, you know what I mean. The shot. I've never had this desire, but... What are you talking about? Rebecca has an amazing photo of Memorial Falls. You took... I did climb, yeah. She ha- she knows what she's taking. The Memorial Falls, the waterfall, in all seasons, we share that a lot on our Instagram. It's one of our repeat images just because it's different every time. They, people learn where to pose. Well, and there's so many angles. Yeah. I digress. Back so. to the story. <clears throat> You'd go to any length, pay, play your own little game of Twister, <laughs> lay down in the dirt, walk through... Thigh deep snow, wade in knee deep water, or even uh, end up in some random position that makes you realize you need to go to the gym because your core is shaken like you're colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. So we, we shared this post last year, February 2020, and the comments we got about the brass 
bra. Brass bra. The witch's tit in a brass's bra. Brass bra. I've never heard that expression before. Oh, I've heard it all my life. So <laughs> you either know it or you don't. And then the thigh deep snow. If you listen to like one of our first two episodes, I talk about how I went to Memorial Falls, did not wear snowshoes, was in yoga pants. <laughs> Completely prepared for your hike, huh? Zero gloves. <laughs> And I waited through that. I wanted to get the shot. Well, everyone does it. You do it all for the perfect photograph, as Maddie has just shown us. <laughs> that perfectly captured video moment. That perfect view. This day, my attempt to capture the shot resulted in me falling into the waterfall with cold water flowing under my bum as I laughed my pain off and begged for my friend's Helping hand. <laughs> and this friend, yep. yep. My friend, of course, refused because they were too busy laughing, which is like every one of the friends I have. And and us, too. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been helpful at all. And when we describe hikes in in the area, we're like, oh, no, you can do it. You can do it. And then Enya comes around and he's, she's like, you can do it, but... <laughs> Here's how you don't fall. So how can you avoid the same fall? Well, don't attempt to walk across the skinniest of the fallen trees while holding two cameras while filming with one. Thankfully, I held my camera above my head as I fell in slow motion. <laughs> when I finally finished my landing, stuck the landing. <laughs> I passed them off to my friend. Always protect your camera in all circumstances. Unfortunately, I missed the shot, but my friend did it, seeing as there's a photo of me struggling to free myself. Isn't that the perfect friend? She's in pain, <laughs> and she has a scar, and there you go. And she's being rushed over with cold, freezing water. On the bum. Let, um, me, let me just get this photo quick. And they have a photo of me struggling, trying to free myself. I may have not gotten the perfect shot, but I did get a perfect memory. I did wake up with quite the sore back and a scratch traveling halfway up my back, and it's one of my favorite Montana moments. Which I think just goes to tell when things go drastically not the way you wanted and you fall and you trip and you stumble and you end up with a black eye for some reason because you ran into a tree branch. <laughs> the memories are still good. They are, they are still good. And when we were talking about sharing like photos of fishing like one of the ones where you're like dropping the fish <laughs> or the fish is super small what well, don't those stick out aren't those more relatable <laughs> because whenever i catch a fish i don't hold it properly and it takes a few times and by then my husband's like put it back in the water i have a picture of my husband with the world's smallest perch i'm not it's so tiny <laughs> my mom took that photo of the same one of my dad and and framed it and, and captioned it the one that got away <laughs> So, so Enya closes it up with, um, I hope you enjoy the coziest atmosphere of Memorial Falls as much as I do. If you haven't been there yet, I hope it becomes your short hike of all short hikes. Now, Enya's blog is on our website, so you can see the picture of her flailing. And she's smiling. Yeah. She is actually having a good time. Yeah. It's it's a great hike, Memorial Falls. Like she said, an hour. It's a loop long, and uh, any any season you see it, because the waterfall freezes, and then that's just. So, uh, did I just miss the first waterfall that's before Memorial Falls, or is this not a real waterfall? It's like f water dripping off of a log, and I don't know. 
Okay. I I'm gonna have to you know find out for myself come May when I do have a picture of my last hike up there that has some water flowing over like a beaver dam. It's not a beaver dam, but you know just a bunch of pile of stuff. But the and you have a and photo it looks of... like a waterfall. <laughs> There's water falling. So Anya's one of our I would say a champion. If I had any questions or if I wanted a. I guess a uh, spruce of an itinerary. I might, you know, shoot her a message and be like, "Hey, what are, what would you do? Yeah. What would you bring about?" So she is also a bartender at Keller Guys because they're always entertaining. So she probably tells people some stories, like when they come back from their hikes at Memorial Falls, like, "Oh yeah, this one time, I went there." I'm like lifts her shirt. Here's look at my scar. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't do that? I don't... <laughs> Honestly, I, I do it all the time, but. I re- like I said, just came back from vacation and I told my friend, I'm like, I have a bruise on my butt, bigger than my butt. And sure enough, had a shower. <laughs> so everyone shows their war wounds. And so if somebody just happens to go, oh, you want to see my scar? The only appropriate response is sure. I'd love to yes. see it no matter where it's at. If they're comfortable enough to show it, I think you have to be comfortable enough to look at it. Right. So other stories that I want people to come in and share is like the winner or loser of the mannequin jump. I I would love to get that content, you know, because I showed on clothes in the beginning of April. But, you know, that that memory of of Avery telling me of what they do there. I still think about it like, what should I have done? I also want to know someone who did Beyond the Dam race. Oh, yeah. That's returning this summer. I want to know what they did because Rebecca shared her story of being able to walk on there after the the yeah. riders were done. Because I'm not a I'm not doing the race. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not either. I'll there I'll be there to take photos. And then the the people that uh, that score ski junk score <laughs> skajor I want them to come oh, here. Oh, we should. So then they can do the skajoring during Christmas time. So I have a lead on that. We could easily bring them in. And he also does car racing. Perfect. Some type of special kind of car racing. I'm sorry, James. I don't remember what kind it is. But he does both those things. So I want to know these, like, stories. Come on in. And, you know, one day, if maybe not in the too far distant future, we'll have Piano Pad on. And she'll tell us some of her snippet of stories she should just write a book she should and fyi pat we know you probably won't sit down and write a book but we you can we'll give you all the studio time and the podcast you need and then we'll write the book for you yes there's we can get the software for it (laughs) i'm sure it's simple i mean i haven't gotten a twisty chair yet but i'm sure writing a book is a heck of a lot easier than getting a twisty chair jason says you can't have a twisty chair because you're going to swivel away from the mic too much. Yeah. I I think if I confirm, like, if my historic ability to stay in front of the mic position correctly, he might let me get one. So well, that's my hope. We'll see. <laughs> so if you did like the short stories that we shared, the two, the one from Memorial Falls and the whitewater kayaking, because I kept calling it rafting, and I guess that's not it. Well, no, it was in a kayak, not a raft. Well, it, to me, it's the same thing. You're in the water going down. So if you do like these stories, please let us know. Just comment below. Um, tell your friend, like, hey, remember that unbelievable story you told me last year? You should tell these people 
at tourism. Again, that's podcast at visitgreatfalls.org. And if you are in love with We're No Damn Experts, and this is your first episode, we got a lot more for you to listen to. You can find all of our episodes at we'renodamnexperts.com. You can also find them on any one of your podcast libraries that you might participate in. And you could subscribe, rate, and review because I've told that really helps us out. It does. And if you want a sticker to support us, like oh. just let, let me know and uh, we'll get you one. Yeah, because they're cute. You can have the cute little one. You can have a bigger one. You can have full size. We, we got them all. So thanks for listening. Again, let us know like you've been hounded. We're starting to nag. Okay, Rebecca, let's Stop. let's close let's close it up. So until we see you here in Great Falls, we hope you're creating amazing memories wherever you are, and we can't wait to see you soon in Great Falls. Bye bye. We are no damn experts. Is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of War No Dam Experts, Rebecca and Madi tell you all the details about the greatest damn mimosa showdown and how you could have a limo chauffeur you around during the event. War No Dam Experts was produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music from the best damn musician, Joel Corda.